are all miracles and must make the most of our limited time here. Each of us have these unique gifts to contribute to the world. And it's our job to develop these gifts and give them away. That's why I created the Preschool SLP podcast. The Preschool SLP is about working smarter to create real change in ourselves and in others. Being an SLP is a mission. Let's discuss topics that matter. What are the game-changing strategies? How can we treat the whole child? How can we create the shiniest versions of ourselves and of our clients? We're here at the drawing board for a reason. You bring your own unique gifts. Together, let's create better. I have big news. As of today, my book is officially released. I want you to go and order it right now. Be my first reader. Be my first reviewer. It would mean the world to me. The book is called 32 Lessons That Create Lifelong Change in Autism Intervention. Now, every single piece of advice that I put in there, I've got the numbers to support. I have the research to support every single tip that is provided in that book. But beside that, it is tried and true clinically field tested. So every single strategy that you get in those 32 lessons, and there's five for each of the lessons that I want you to go ahead and try and put in place in Monday morning practice and see what happens. Not only do I have, here are the numbers to support its efficacy. I have, here's the experience. These are strategies that are tried and true that I've used in the field for 20 years that really work. So if you know a child with autism, if you have a child with autism, if you're a teacher, if you're a therapist, get this book. It's under 100 pages. It's a quick read. It's going to be a game changer in helping you create lifelong change. So check that book out. I can't wait to get your review on it. I can't wait to hear from you about the book. I think it's pretty amazing because it gives you what you need to know in less than 100 pages. Each of those lessons is going to take less than five minutes for you to read and for you to get to the tips and for you to roll up your sleeves and put it in action. So check out that book. That said, we are talking autism today. And when we talk about autism intervention, you need to bring your A game or you're not going anywhere. And it's not an individual effort. It's a team effort. So what matters in the team and what matters is diversity. I'm not talking about diversity of ethnicity or diversity of sex or diversity of age, that which is visible. We are going to go much deeper than that. We're going to talk about cognitive diversity of thinking, diversity of beliefs. What makes you unique? What are your unique skills that you have? What are your unique beliefs? What are your unique background experiences? What is your unique way of thinking and processing the information and making connections? What are your unique values. Those all matter. You need to bring that cognitive diversity, your unique way of thinking to the intervention table. 
because autism is a multifaceted condition. The children that we work with are neurodivergent. We need to have divergent solutions to make these situations better for these children, to improve outcomes. So I'm going to give you an instance that I can think of in autism that I see happen all the time in which we are simply lacking cognitive diversity. And that is whether or not you refer to the child as an autistic child or a child with autism. So what I find is that if someone disagrees with you saying an autistic child, they're very quick to be combative. They're very quick to cancel you and disregard your message for not saying a child with autism. And conversely, if you say a child with autism, someone is very quick to cancel you out and disregard you for saying a child with autism. There's strong viewpoints behind that. The person that wants to say the child with autism does not want the child stereotyped. They want people to see children first, to see that this is a child that has many aspects to them, that's very complex. And autism is one of those aspects. Put the child first. The other camp is going to say, autism is not a purse that you leave behind the child. You say autistic children and you say autistic children because autism is a multifaceted condition that impacts every area of the child's life. So you have two camps that feel very passionately about this issue. And oftentimes many of them disregard the other persons if they get their sequence of words incorrect, or if it doesn't agree with their sequence of words. So we see that both camps have credibility. We see that all of the above, that they're both right. Those that refer to children as autistic children they do have a reason to do so, and that makes great sense to us. And those that refer to children with autism, they have their reasons as well, and that makes great sense as well. So we put all of those reasons on the table, and then we can look at them more logically and objectively and see both sides of the coin. And at the end of the day, you're probably going to say, this is an all of the above proposition. You're both right. Yes, Autism is a multifaceted condition that impacts every aspect of the child's life. And yes, I agree with you that this child is more than just autism. There's more to this child. And we don't want to disregard that by putting autism ahead of the child. We see that point as well. You are both right. We can think divergently because we're dealing with a neurodivergent condition. And when we do, we're going to think more broadly and we're going to approach autism in a more broad manner. And we're going to accept more points of view and incorporate more intervention strategies, more approaches, more viewpoints, which is what's going to win, move the ball forward. I'm going to give you a personal example. I recently presented at a conference, a half-day workshop on literacy intervention. And I mentioned one or two times children with autism. And I had fantastic reviews from the conference. It was uniformly five out of fives. It were great reviews, except for one participant. One participant wrote a page-long 
scathing review of me being ableist. And I was ableist because I said children with autism and not autistic children. For that reason alone, I had a scathing review written to the organization, which was then returned to myself. Now, this is not cognitive diversity. This is the opposite of cognitive diversity. And I'm going to tell you that I think that this behavior is extremely counterproductive. This is the behavior that is going to keep us into status quo, that's going to prevent innovation from occurring, that's going to prevent us from solving problems. This is going to prevent us from making greater gains. This is going to prevent us from innovating practices. And that is when we do not allow other people to step outside of the lines. We have these dotted lines, this in-the-box thinking. And when we do not accept anyone for having viewpoints or ideas or methodologies or words that are outside of that box, we are prohibiting ourselves from improving our practice. So I give you this example because this is an example of lack of tolerance for cognitive diversity. The work we do is very high stakes, especially if you're like me and you're working at this early intervention level in which you can create great change in your intervention. So what we want to do is we want to focus on collaboration, collaboration with people who think differently than we do, not combativeness in which we shut down opinions that are different than our own. We also want to think about inclusivity, not exclusivity, in which we only surround ourselves with people that have the same viewpoints and the same approaches that we do in autism intervention. Autism is a multifaceted condition. We need to be around people that don't think like us in order to challenge our intervention and improve upon it. We need to think about greater engagement with others who think differently than ourselves and not canceling them out. Least of all, canceling them out for how they sequence their words and putting autism first or child first. Yes, we get it. It matters. Words are powerful. But there's much bigger fish to fry. We have a great challenge in front of us. And if we're going to be split 50-50 in our efforts because of sequencing of words, then we're not going anywhere. So think about how we also need to have a broader set of solutions, especially with the autism spectrum in which you have great diversity. One tool is not going to work for every child. You're going to need a craftsman toolbox and you're going to need thousands of tools. Yeah, we're talking thousands. This is a very diverse impairment. You can never know enough. You can never incorporate enough effective strategies when it comes to autism intervention. We do not have the luxury of canceling ideas out that are different than your own. We also need to have a many methodologies. So oftentimes I hear people say, I hate ABA. 
So they have these ideas of this is right and this is wrong. This is not going to work with autism intervention. We have to say all of the above. All There are many different evidence-based methodologies in treating children with autism. And the one that's going to win is not the one with the either or proposition that's picking one. It's the one that's going to say, I want all of the active ingredients. I'm going to combine all of the active ingredients because when I do so, I'm going to be exponentially more effective. It's kind of like when you look at an Olympic athlete, they're not just looking at one ingredient. They're not just looking at the training. They're looking at the training, the food, the tools, sleep, recovery time, psychology. You're looking at all of these methodologies and you're combining them. We can't be saying, I do this and I don't do that. You've got to be looking like a swan in the Bhagavad Gita, which is my favorite line ever. You need to swallow what nourishes and you need to spit out the dirt. There are so many interventions out there that are effective and there are aspects of these interventions that are not effective. And what we need to do is cut the fat and we need to take the nutrients out of that. When you take the active ingredients, combine those because autism is multifaceted. You're going to get greater gains. So this is why cognitive diversity is so important in the field of autism intervention. So I'm going to end that in saying that we need to stay at a status quo. And status quo is like, I like this methodology. I like these people with this viewpoint. And this is all I listen to. And anyone outside of these lines, I don't listen to. That is against the research. That is not evidence-based practice. That is emotionally based practice. These children, these stakes are too high for you to be closed-minded and for you to not have cognitive diversity when it comes to autism intervention. You are going against the evidence base and the evidence base is finding that when you combine approaches such as combining teach with applied behavior analysis, you're going to get greater gains than if you were to have one or the other. So we're going to talk about how do we create change? There's two things that we're going to have to keep in mind here. In this climate that we currently have in which if you're outside of the box, if you're outside of what is politically correct at this time and space and moment, you risk being canceled. I encourage you to be brave. I encourage you to be your authentic self. And I encourage you to share ideas and solutions that work, especially if they go against the grain. If you have the numbers, if you have the qualitative data as well in your clinical experience, you need to bring that voice to the intervention table. You need to be authentic and you need to be brave and you need to do what's right, which means to speak out, even if that is at risk of being canceled especially if it's at that risk of being canceled because cognitive diversity is what is going to make the difference.
The research is very clear when they look across disciplines that if you have cognitive diversity, you are going to get greater gains, quicker gains, greater motivation. Cognitive diversity matters and it really matters if you're doing autism intervention. Not only am I going to encourage you to be brave and to be authentic and to go outside of the box, and to share what works, even if it's not what's popular, to show people the numbers and to also share your clinical experience. Share that the children's eyes are sparkling. Share that the children are laughing. Share that they're moving in therapy more and they're making more gestures because that matters a lot. But also, and perhaps more importantly, respect others' authenticity. Appreciate others' authenticity. Appreciate others that think differently than you, that do differently than you, that talk differently than you. Put that on the intervention table. So when we look at the intervention table, instead of looking at it as this is what I like, this is what I know, and this is what I do, and this is my little square, expand that intervention table and put everything on it. If you've seen the home edit reality show, Put it all on the intervention table. Decide if you want to toss it. Decide if you want to save it. Decide if you want to use it. Put it all on there. We need to think broader if we're going to make a change in this multifaceted condition that autism is. We have been doing the same old, same old for the last 30 years. And as a result, we're not making great gains, particularly when it comes to speech development. It's time to DSD, do something different. Do something different means taking an all of the above approach and going ahead and considering every option on the table, giving it a try, researching it, tossing it, keeping it in. And when you have those active ingredients and you combine them, their kids are going to change. You are going to see it firsthand in your numbers, and you're going to see it firsthand in the interactions. This change that you create today is going to change the next hundred years of these children's lives. This is high stakes. So I want to thank you so much for joining me at the intervention today. Remember, as of today, my book is officially released. I want you to go. I want you to get it. I want you to go ahead and try those strategies. I promise you every single strategy in that book, I'll show you the numbers. I've got the research to support it, but I'll also show you the clinical experience. I've rolled up my sleeves. I dug my hands in the dirt myself. It's worked in my own garden. I want you to go ahead and give it a try. I want you to have cognitive diversity. I want you to do something different. I want you to try something you haven't tried before. And I want to thank you so much because your support means the world to me. Thank you for challenging me. Thank you for growing with me. Thank you for rolling up your sleeves every week with me and making the world a better place, one child at a time. You're always going to be first. <laughs> <laughs>